Welcome to Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. My name is Pete Wright, and I am joined today by a new voice to the show, although at least he's still a Jeff. Jeff Bodum, BA Insights Director of Business Development for North American Legal Markets. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Thank you, Pete. It's great to be here. We're going to be talking about the evolution of legal technology today. Jeff has spent the last 20 years with leading organizations, uh, specifically helping to drive technology solutions uh, in, in the field of law. He joined BA Insight last year as part of the company's commitment to the legal industry. We've talked a little bit about uh, what we do related to the law in the show in the past, but today uh, we're going to start a conversation much in, in a much greater deal, level of depth over coming episodes, and you are the right guy to talk about why we are serving this field. Can you kick us off a little bit? During your career, how have you seen legal technology evolve, Jeff? Sure. So I think I should start with a disclaimer that uh, I'm neither an attorney or IT guy, but I've spent uh, my career bringing very smart groups of people together to address uh, problems and then work together to create solutions. Um, Having worked in the legal industry for nearly two decades, I've seen our industry undergo significant changes over the past 20 years. I think we need to kind of take a step back and keep in mind, you know, for over 200 years or almost really since its inception, the practice of law virtually hadn't changed. I mean, case law and statutes and and other secondary sources were printed in books. Uh, Law firms had extensive libraries that they showcased within their firms. And really a major shift didn't occur until the late 70s. Uh, when LexisNexis introduced online legal research and legal technology accelerated from there. So as a result, an industry was born. It's a $3 billion legal technology arms race, if you will, and growing. That's fascinating because it seems so much like, you know, up until that point, before that 1979 LexisNexis introduction, we have this we have this space where the firms, the size of the firm's library was a dependent factor in their success. Would that make would that uh, make a good would that be a good case? Yeah, in fact, you know that was one of the first places they would take you within the firm is to come and showcase their library and how big and extensive it was. You know, and you know as we kind of move on, um, and as I say today, you know, if you want to thrive in today's world, you better get techy. And and today, lawyers are no exception. You know, today's successful lawyers are both a legal expert and at the very least a technology enthusiast. You know, I can remember looking back at my start with LexisNexis in nineteen ninety six. Um, working with some of the young associates at that time and and looking back and the people that possess those skills today are some of the firm's biggest rainmakers, practice area chairs, and, you know, in some cases, managing partners. So with this this change in technology over the last several years, what are some of the challenges that law firms uh, are are facing as as they continue to to evolve uh, with technology? I've had the opportunity to work with companies that were involved in each step of this journey. You know, I've worked for an information services provider. I had also worked for a consulting firm and finally a product company here at BA Insight. You know, in terms of the information provider, there were really only two choices. It was LexisNexis or Westlaw, now Thomson Reuters. So you had one or the other or both. Uh, so the market was pretty well established, um, still pretty highly competitive. Uh, significant technology investments were another story. Keep in mind, law firms are made up of equity partners, and you know, a dollar spent is a dollar out of their pocket. So there was some hesitation to really invest in technologies over the last few years. Uh, in many cases, firms were getting by with small IT staff, uh, in some cases limited uh, resources, and, and also working with some IT consulting firms, kind of on some homegrown systems. 
And a lot of times these homegrown systems cost the firm more uh, than software that was currently available. Uh, a good developer can also cost about six figures for a law firm. Many times on those projects, the things that they were building, they either didn't work or they didn't do what they expected it to do. You know, they were reliant on that particular artist. You had to keep and retain that artist. And once they brought somebody uh, in new, you know, they would want to do things differently. So those projects kind of became obsolete quickly and in worst case, uh, failed a lot of times. So we fast forward to the Bay. You know, that debate is over. It's choosing and implementing the right software application um, and determining really which innovations and companies to bet on. And, and that brings us to the current situation where, you know, a good CIO, knowledge management officers, and technology teams are highly valued in the firms. They now have a seat at the table in driving initiatives to improve the quality of work, deliver better services, and the ability to increase productivity to cut costs and increase revenues in the firm are very important. So when you look at, it, you know, you walk into a law firm today, uh, what sorts of challenges are, are these, you know, these law firms and the lawyers going to be faced with in their current, you know, technology environment? I'm thinking specifically about, you know, the the individual associate who's trying to get up to speed and, and you know, to, to your point, you know, they're challenged with legacy systems. Systems, they're challenged with, you know, figuring out how to work all these things and make them all work together. Can you define, kind of describe what those challenges look like? Certainly. So, you know, in addition to having to be experts in the law, these challenges are faced uh, with working in all of these different disparate systems across the firm. Um, you know, I was talking with a CIO colleague of mine earlier this week, and we were discussing, you know, the, the average attorney is utilizing about six to seven different enterprise systems a day. You know, they're touching things like their document management system, their time and billing, CRM, uh, they're using Lexis or Westlaw case management tools. I mean, the list goes on and on and on, and they're managing, but it's pretty overwhelming and uh, obviously highly inefficient use of their time. And as you know, for a lawyer, time is money. Um, this isn't a new problem. For years, firms have looked for best tools to use for kind of a, a unified information access platform, if you will. You know, there were some early attempts at doing this and solving this problem, such as the Plumtree portal and others, but it was costly and required a tremendous amount of IT development and support. So uh, then what has emerged as, as a leader? You know, if I, if I think back to, you know, my days in, in grad school, and I did not go to law school, but I remember there was a huge rift that all of my friends who were in the law program were all celebrating WordPerfect. Why are we not all using WordPerfect? That's a great example. <laughs> you know, not surprisingly, you know, Microsoft really emerged as the clear leader in this space. So over the past 10 years or so, law firms, you know, were kind of really pushed by their corporate clients uh, to use this as uh, as the Microsoft suite continued to grow. And that, you know, like I said, that's a great example because we had a number of firms still using Word Perfect and, uh, you know, Word finally uh, won that battle because, you know, they, they must conform to really what their corporate clients' needs were. So, you know, as we talk about Microsoft then, um, although we here at BA Insight are search engine independent, Microsoft SharePoint became the clear leader as a collaboration and portal solution in the legal industry. In fact, it's uh, upwards of 80% or so of the largest firms are utilizing SharePoint as their internet tool of choice. How are they? How are they using SharePoint? I mean, I, yeah, I, I guess the question is where does BA Insight come into the picture? But you know, given the the uh, the number of different industries that are using SharePoint and the level of customization we've talked about on this very show, how does SharePoint solve the problems of the legal industry? Yeah, what we do is. You know, SharePoint itself really doesn't, uh, I think, solve what they're looking for. You know, what we do here at BA Insight, though, is we build upon that. You know, we take SharePoint out of the box 
and we really push and enhance its capabilities. You know, we continue to innovate the offerings, um, you know, to create kind of a, a more efficient and easy to use tool. You know, in my opinion, the greatest advantage uh, of taking SharePoint is, is creating kind of a familiar uh, and easy to use internet-like experience of their favorite websites, um, which have set the bar. If we think about what those websites might be, you think about Amazon or TripAdvisor, you know, again, addressing the legal professional needs, I want to know something that's familiar to me that I don't have to learn another system uh, so I can spend less time searching and more time lawyering. You know, I think a great example of that is a uh, uh, knowledge management officer I was speaking to. You know, they said every time that uh, uh, they have a, uh, a focus group meeting or they talk about their, their portal and how they can enhance that, the, the thing that's most often heard is why, why can't we simply make this like Google? And uh, that's exactly what we're working on and what we're doing here at BA Insight. That, yeah, that gets us back to this sort of consumerization of, of enterprise technology. This is what I know when I'm sitting in my, in my kitchen computer. Why can't it work this way at my you know, multi-million dollar firm? Uh, so let's talk more specifically about then the, the, how the technologies work together. I mean, the, the complexity of tying together all of these systems, uh, I imagine, has to be quite a mountain to climb. Certainly. So as I'm sure you guys have talked about on these before, you know, BA Insight has currently about 60 enterprise system connectors at last count and growing. Um, what we do is we take these connectors, we provide a secure, high-performance crawling and indexing environment. Um, when it comes to law firms, what we've done is we've also built some very legal-specific connectors. So all the major enterprise systems, iManage, NetDocs, Elite, Adderant, Interaction, um, are all available to law firms, as well as some of the SQL database connectors, collaboration tools like Confluence and Yammer. Uh, we take these, and then we provide kind of a, a single search interface, if you will. We bring in that content from multiple sources or enterprise systems, and we enhance the user experience uh, by integrating some of those things that we see in those those websites that we like. Some of those features are, if you're on Amazon and you're you're searching for a TV or something, you know that that type ahead feature that's suggesting terms for you. You know the ability to kind of search and refine that left pane where you're seeing, okay, these are the categories, these are things you might be looking for. The ability to quickly review preview a document uh, and more. So these are some of those favorite consumer websites and what they have, um, what they're used to. And, you know, it's familiar, it's intuitive, and it truly is, like you said, the consumerization of legal technology. One thing we've done, though, is we've also taken it a step further, and we'd like to keep them there in this place and have them be able to also do their legal research. So we've built integrations with uh, LexisNexis and, and Thomson Reuters with Lexis Advance, WestKM, and we allow them to perform their research in there and also be able to pull in their internal documents and, and see if it's still relevant case law and easily preview those documents through things like Shepherds and Keysight, kind of all in one search. You know, on several occasions, a, a number of our applications have, in fact, been created working side by side with our law firm clients. Uh, I can think of one example uh, working with DLA Piper uh, on an alternate fee agreement product called Matter Comparison and another called Expertise Locator, which, which have directly translated to higher profits and increased revenues for law firms. Well, I imagine, yeah, I mean, just straight up uh, associate satisfaction, right? I mean, when they don't have to work so hard to get the, to get the information that they need. Absolutely. Uh, so what do you, what are they looking for, right? You know, we've mentioned this consumerization of legal technology, you know, twice now. Uh, what is it that, uh, that makes the something uh, effectively consumerized uh, in this space and, and uh, still, you know, makes it you know, highly 
sort of profitable in terms of time and efficiency? You know, I can remember as things have evolved and I looked at, you know, how these attorneys are working in this space, you know, I, I like to kind of think of it as a, a fighter pilot's cockpit, if you will. You know, everything is laid out in front of you, your instruments, your throttle, your heads up display. You know, in, in this particular case, if I'm an attorney, I want a one stop shop of knowledge that's specific to me. You know, I want something that's relevant to me. I want to be delivered customized content based on my user profile of what I need. You know, I want it to be proactively uh, informing me intelligently about, you know, content when I need it. And, and finally, you know, I want it to be able to be interactive with me. I want it to recognize who I am, my patterns, my habits, make suggestions uh, based on my search patterns uh, on, you know, things that might be relevant to me or, or people that might be able to help me within my firm. Many of the tools that you've referenced already are, are highly specialized for the legal industry. BA Insight does not just work for the legal industry. What is it that, uh, that your clients in the legal industry get excited about uh, in terms of, of what BA Insight has to offer? Yeah, so I think, you know, one aspect that makes BI, BA Insight attractive to me is they don't solely focus on the legal market. In fact, it's really only about a third of our business. Um, but we've already got an impressive list of, you know, AMLAW 200 firms as clients. And, and that's not common in this industry. You know, other players in the space really focus solely on law firms, which, frankly, I view as a strategic disadvantage. You know, they're, they're often born from kind of legacy software systems. And in many cases, you know, they're not really optimized in the firm. Uh, you know, in contrast, what we have is, you know, we have over 3 million users worldwide using BA Insight every day for some, you know, from some of our largest global corporations. Uh, this allows us to kind of take those best practices from other industries. Uh, many times these law firms own clients and, and create some really cool and innovative award-winning solutions for the legal industry. At this point, we'll ask you to put on your fortune-telling hat. Uh, if, if you're look, given, given the pace of change, the slow pace of change leading up to the very rapid pace of technological, uh, technology change in the legal industry, I imagine that the, these major firms are poised and ready for change over the coming, uh, let's say, two years. What, what are the big trends that you see on the horizon that, that firms are, are preparing for uh, you know, right now? Sure. I would say there are really about four trends that stand out to me, you know, and there are other industries that have already adopted these or looking into them. You know, one of the things about, about law firms is they, they tend to be a little bit more cautious. Um, so some of the things, and they tend to be more innovative in some ways. So four trends that I really see kind of standing out for law firms over the next, you know, year or two are, are certainly uh, mobile, uh, cloud migration. I think analytics is going to be a big thing for, for firms. And, and certainly, you know, all the buzz right now is about AI. Uh, so, you know, as we talk about kind of on the mobile front, in this context, mobile means the SharePoint mobile app. You know, whether you're using your Android or your iPhone, the functionality and performance are very similar. You know, these, these apps are going to allow attorneys to practice law anytime, you know, from anywhere, and really improving quality of life for the attorney, also improving client engage engagements and satisfactions. I see an accelerated movement to the cloud. Uh, firms have dragged their feet a bit on this front, you know, due to some security concerns. But, you know, more law firms will make that move to the cloud in the next year or two. It's efficient. It's affordable over the long term. And, you know, I go back to, you know, these, these are equity partners. They see the long-term benefit of this. Seems like there's a cultural change, too. Like you mentioned the security concerns as they adapt to, you know, getting better at security in the cloud. It, it becomes something they're more willing to embrace. Yeah, I would agree. And I, I think as they get more comfortable with security, you know, look back on these days and say, you know, do you remember when we had a million dollars worth of hardware on-prem? So I think that 
migration is going to come over the next 12 to 18 months. Well, you also mentioned analytics. How are our law firms, uh, you know, getting themselves better acquainted with their data? Certainly. I mean, there is a staggering amount of data and metadata within a law firm. You know, I, I see IT really using some of the analytic platforms that are going to become available to, to really kind of gain user insight into the user interaction, um, you know, not only within SharePoint, but within multiple systems. Uh, and we're going to be uh, actually we have announced a strategic partnership with Engage that will allow us to do that. And that's really going to help law firms to, you know, drive user adoption, kind of increase that that ROI and productivity, and also making sure that they're, uh, you know, improving governance, risk, and compliance within the firm. So you'll be hearing a little bit more about that in the coming months. You you also mentioned uh, artificial intelligence and and machine learning. Uh, what what is going on in the legal space right now? What do we have to look forward to in terms of what the the machines are uh, able to to teach us about our data? Well, there certainly is a lot of buzz around AI right now, and and you know I would say it's in its early stages. Um, you know, AI and machine learning promise to push the envelope in legal um, beyond its current capabilities. And as, techn as technology evolves and machines are taught to think more like humans, you know, in, in a law firm, those opportunities are endless. For an attorney, this means, you know, less time with mundane tasks and more time lawyering. You know, what, what is really exciting is, uh, you know, we're already playing a major role in a number of these spaces. And uh, we've developed and are currently developing a number of tools to help our clients succeed on these fronts. 2016, Jeff, you've been here a, a year. Uh, what what did you learn? What are your observations, and and how does that uh, define what you're working on now? You know, 2016 was was really a great year for us here at BA Insight. It's it's been great to step onto a team, you know, really with a, a winning record and such a great reputation in the marketplace. You know, I was joking recently. You know, our, our headquarters are in Boston. In many ways, it's like. It's like being recruited to the New England Patriots, and uh, you know, <laughs> be I, careful. I, know I have a few more. <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> but uh, I think we can all agree that was uh, that was a remarkable game. Um, yeah. No matter uh, what team you're pulling for, but uh, you know, I feel like I've, I've got a few more Super Bowls in me here, and I'm excited to be a part of this team. You know, it's it's exciting, uh, it's challenging, and rewarding to be here. You know, the expectations are very high. Uh, for those of us that are on this team and, uh, you know, exceeding customer expectations is really the standard. Uh, I'd say, you know, 2016 was also uh, a year where we've added some notable law firms to our client list. Uh, in the fourth quarter alone, we we added three new Amlaw 50 firms. And, and I can say, you know, 2017 is going to be even more exciting. And and kind of just really finally our focus will really kind of continue to simplify our users' daily lives. And in my case, you know, making uh, attorneys, um, you know, helping them be more efficient, helping them succeed. And, you know, that's that's what technology should do, regardless of the industry you're in. And uh, that's what we're focused on here at BA Insight. So it's been quite a ride. It's been a fun journey over the past 20 years. And, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled to be a part of the BA Insight team. And, uh you know, uh, I'm excited to see what the next 20 years will bring. This has been a fantastic conversation, Jeff. Thank you so much for, for joining us on the show today to, to share a little bit more about uh, what BA Insight is doing in the legal field. Uh, where would you like to send people to want to learn a little bit more about your work? Sure, yeah. If you just go to our website, you know, bainsight.com, uh, there's a section uh, for legal, and there's a lot of resources there and, and a lot of the great work we're doing. If people have questions uh, for you specifically, uh, should they just uh, contact you on the website, or do you want to connect with you on, on LinkedIn? Any preferred way of, of connecting with you? 
Yeah, absolutely. You can uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn uh, or, you know, just go to our website and uh, contact us and I'll be sure to follow up. Absolutely. And we'll put those links in the show notes. Just swipe up there on your uh, mobile podcast listening device of choice and you'll find all the show notes for this show. And again, thank you so much, Jeff Bowden, for joining us today. It's been a treat uh, talking to you. I hope you will come back. Absolutely. It's been a great time. Thanks, Pete. Excellent. And thank you all for downloading and listening to this show. We sure appreciate your time and attention, learning a little bit more about BA Insight and our role in the legal industry. Uh, on behalf of Jeff Bodem, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next week right here on Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight.